Welcome to HR Latte, your connection to all things HR. Today's great HR department is foundational for today's successful business. Listen in as host Rayanne Thorne gets personal with practitioners and technologists, experts and thought leaders who care about the world of human resources. And now for your next cup of talent management, whipped to perfection. for joining me today. This is Rayanne Thorne. Welcome to HR Latte. I'm very excited about my guest today, Kara Mignanelli, who is heading up eBrandCon, the employer branding conference that's coming up in the month of May. Hey, Kara, thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I'm excited too. I want to start this off by just thanking you so much for inviting me to come and participate. I get to be the MC at the event. Tell us a little bit about eBrandCon, what it is, and where people can find more information about it. Actually, first, Kara, tell us about you first. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep it brief. Okay, cool. Well, I, I am the producer for the event, so the event director for employer branding. And I work for the the hosting company, GSMI, and we power uh, eBrandCon as well as a, a sister event, the Social Recruiting Strategies Conference, ah, SRSC. Okay. So yeah, I've been uh, running both of those events uh, a little over, I guess, six years for those particular events. eBrandCon a little more recently. This will be the third installment coming up this May 22nd through the 24th in San Diego, my hometown. So I'm oh, good. thrilled. <laughs> it's a great destination. And why not have an event in oh, San Diego? Why not? It's beautiful. Absolutely. So where is it where is it being held this year? So this year we are actually hosting it at the the Marriott. Okay. It's uh, right in a really cool area of San Diego and Liberty Station. So it's very convenient to um, out of towners because it's literally down the street from the air- airport, which is fabulous. And there's a lot to see around San Diego. But it's a great location by the water and has some really cool things at the hotel itself. So pretty much um, listeners can find out about the conference by just typing in eBrandCon and it pops right up. It's the employerbrandingstrategies.com and you can click on the event, uh, the San Diego 2018 event. And there's all the details you need as far as the agenda, who's speaking, where, you know, where you can find more information out about this event. But I want, I would love for you, Kara, to tell us a little bit about the history of eBrandCon. Absolutely. Yeah. When we were running the Social Recruiting Strategies Conference, we had a lot of people interested in not not just learning, but also speaking about particularly just branding and employer branding strategies, how you partner with marketing and the differences with recruitment marketing and employer branding. And it started to overwhelm the curriculum that we were presenting at the recruiting conference. So we thought it's time to have its own platform. And I'm looking around in the market about three years ago, you know, there were some vendor events out there, but nothing that that wasn't a vendor-sponsored event. So we were really excited to offer this opportunity for both our speakers and attendees. And we hosted the first eBrandCon in New York City three years ago. And it was at that time, just a two-day event, no tracks, just straightforward. Oh, wow. Uh, No workshops or anything, (laughs) but it was really great. And we had a lot of fun speakers join us there. And then from there, with the interest, in, we decided to expand the event. We hosted it in Chicago last year. And then we did expand it to a three-day program. So we did allow people to have the opportunity to add on those pre-conference workshops that a lot of folks really enjoy. It's more of a deep dive, um, an intimate setting, anywhere from 10 to 20 people 
and one instructor. So you, you can come ready to work, um, hit the ground running and walk away with like very tailored specific takeaways after that interaction. Those are always great. And we're happy to offer pre-conference workshops again this year for people, as well as some new aspects of the program. Uh, for San Diego this year, uh, May 22nd, we have the pre-conference workshops. And then for the main conference on the 23rd and 24th, we have kind of separated out some of the content so that there isn't any overlap, as well as an opportunity for people to kind of pick and choose their own agenda and customize their learning experience for those two days. For example, we have in the afternoon on the 23rd, a case study track running simultaneous to a a tools and technology track. So if you're there, you want to learn more about tools and technology and the impact, and you are in that shopping mode, that might be more beneficial to you for now, as opposed to a particular case study from a certain industry example. The following day, we're really thrilled to offer the two new tracks. Track three is candidate and manager experience, and track four is employer brand and creative. So they're both offering two sessions um, that afternoon and you can pick and choose. And of course, attendees, if they want to attend one in a particular track, they don't have to stay there. They can hop around and then choose to go to a different track for the later afternoon session. Yeah. And I I think there's a lot more. Yeah. There's so much going on. I would encourage anybody who's interested to please check out the agenda. Some incredible presenters that are really great practitioners out there right now that are working in employer branding and have a vested interest in in making sure that their work and their organization is represented well. And so again, you can find that at employerbrandingstrategies.com and then just c- click on the San Diego conference. And Kara, let's talk a little bit about what has changed. So in you first started talking here, we we heard that there's been an evolution in the conference. It's changed a little bit. It's grown. So what's new this year compared to last year? I think um, specifically, people are just a lot more savvy and are more well-versed in uh, employer branding. I think there's a lot more investment from the corporate side in acknowledging the, the importance of having a sound employer brand. Also, the understanding that you have to collaborate with the consumer brand and that that kind of crossover and partnership. So by offering the different tracks and session themes, I think people are going to kind of not just understand the need for a solid branding strategy and investment, but also how to execute and then go a step further and measure how those uh, leading employer branding strategies are working or not working so well. So we have a lot of fresh case studies. We're really excited to have, you know, for example, we have Salesforce joining us who was recently ranked you know, number one uh, employer by Fortune magazine by employees, best place to work. Um, so we're excited to find out you know, what what's the secret of their sauce? How did they accomplish that? Um, great recognition. Another case study that we're thrilled to offer is Charlotte Marshall with Magellan Health. And we give a lot right. of interest in the healthcare industry in particular and their struggles. So her case study is, is really interesting talking about how to build a world-class employer brand in just 100 days. So what you can do in such a limited amount of time. So it doesn't mean the work's done in 100 days, but no, it gives you really sure. great takeaways. That's just some great companies represented. You've got Fidelity and CVS and Philips and um, let's see, look how, gosh, you, you mentioned Salesforce, American Airlines, Thermo Fisher, just really great representation from companies that are making a difference and having an impact on how employer branding is managed. 
Let's talk about what the opportunities are now for attendees. So what else are they going to gain besides these great tracks? I'm assuming there will be great networking opportunities as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think throughout the event. Of course, we have structured networking. We do have a reception hosted on the first main day of the conference. So that would be May 23rd. And that you know usually continues long after cocktail hour is over. <laughs> but um, we're excited because pretty much all of the speakers stick around. It's, it's a really fun event and it's the perfect size for more of that one-on-one conversation in that sort of atmosphere. Additionally, all of the lunches are hosted, networking lunches. We also have um, you know, planned breaks throughout the event, like solid networking time, a minimum of 30 minutes. So you can walk around, visit all of the wonderful exhibitors that are there. We have about a dozen, um, 12 separate tables set up currently. And by the time the event rolls around, it may be upwards of 15. So we're really thrilled to collaborate with them. And then, yeah, throughout the event, I think people are always chatting between sessions. And it's obviously a very social group. So just like um, (laughs) (laughs) social recruiting, people are networking online. I mean, when you're live tweeting a slide or something and you're you're including eBrandCon hashtag, um, you're seeing everyone else that's sitting in the room, what are their comments, and then connecting virtually, even though you're in the room together. So it's really neat to see that sort of networking happening live on a social platform as well. And folks can actually visit the website and figure out, you know, how they would like to attend. There's the pre-conference workshops that are a separate cost and then the general conference pass. And there's even a little bit of kickback for those that are, um, I guess it's not a kickback, discount for those that are coming from nonprofit or um, not-for-profit organizations. So please check that out. We'd love to have as many people join as possible so you can still purchase passes. There's still availability there. What about um, sponsors? Do you still have sponsorships available? We do. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always looking to collaborate um, whether or not you're interested in potentially having an exhibit table or some other sort of sponsorship. We do uh, work with some of our vendors and partners to sponsor things like lunches and breaks and receptions and, and things along that line. So we are are certainly still um, open to uh, more participation. We have an outstanding group as it is, but there's there's room for more. So we would welcome that conversation. And then attendees, absolutely. We're still registering for the main conference. We haven't closed it yet, but that is probably going to happen soon. So okay. I would definitely encourage people to check it out. And then the workshops, there are a few seats open in each. So I would encourage people if you're interested in kind of starting your experience with a more like a deeper dive and an engaging experience, then you probably want to sign up for one of those, you know, next week. And it has each year that the conference has existed, are you seeing an increase in interest uh, via either more sponsorships and also obviously attendees? Absolutely. Yes. We've doubled our numbers from three years ago Wow, when we were in New York City in both aspects, actually, attendees and uh, sponsors. So um, more than doubled for the exhibitors. There certainly is a lot of interest. Uh, it's a, it's such a niche topic. I mean, it's very, it's very, very, it is very tailored. So the people, which is great because the people that are there are the right people. The right people are in the room. That's exactly what their role is in their organization. And they are there for some real solid, practical and useful strategies and takeaways. So they get right to it. You know, it's not, it's not a fluffy event. It's a very practical, straightforward kind of working experience. And it's great because 
maybe you are the only person tasked in your entire organization with uh, brand these branding efforts, particularly employer branding, and maybe you don't even have a consumer counterpart. So it's a great opportunity to meet someone at a, you know, maybe a small company like yours. And how do they handle both of those initiatives? And how do they, you know, fight for uh, buy-in on the C level? So it's really good to have that experience to chat with people, not just hear from the speakers, but to meet and exchange ideas with fellow attendees. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a wonderful event. I'm very excited to be there. This year's be my first year attending. So I'm looking forward to all the great ideas that are exchanged. What do you expect to be like some of the best takeaways from this event? So an attendee that has decided they want to go, what are some of the expectations for them? I think how to how to leverage and implement your employer brand, drive that positive candidate experience. Also identifying, you know, what to back up, I probably should start with, you know, identifying your brand and making sure it's clear and it's clear throughout the organization. And then honing in on execution and strategy and leveraging that brand within the organization and externally. And then additionally, taking it to the next level. We do have some folks that are going to be sharing some really great insights on measurement. And I think that's that's the problem with a lot of organizations is, oh, that's, that sounds like a great idea. It's a wonderful initiative, but I'm not going to give you any money until you prove <laughs> some results. So, And that's the hard, that's the hard line that. right there. Absolutely. And you know, this, that applies to many initiatives. So I think identifying what those factors are and how you can measure your, your brand and how you can get that buy-in. So that's, that's really, you know what your brand is and you want to keep it going, then, then how do you prove that up? And then there's just so many great inspirational ideas. So I think that people will certainly take things away from case examples from other organizations, big and small, whether or not they're in the same you know, industry vertical or not. But things that whether or not they can turn around and implement or would even be applicable, but just the idea of them, you know, a particular video, a particular campaign, and what those tools are that were utilized to execute those things as it relates to your budget. So identifying what's available, what's out there so that it can help you when you get back to the office, say, well, these are the things I know that I can use. And this is how I'm going to apply them to my organization. So ideally, I I expect our attendees to walk away with so many takeaways that they don't know where to begin, honestly, and that they probably begin thinking that they wish they had more people to help them back at home implement all of these ideas. But I think as long as you walk away from three from each session with three solid takeaways, right. and that's your goal, and you go in every session, and I always tell my speakers this, make sure that you've highlighted three things that someone can actually do, that they can actually implement on Monday morning. Oh, that's great. Um, great advice for, for the presenters at the event. And I'm really looking forward to it. Again, folks, this is May 22nd through the 24th. So coming up in just a few short weeks in San Diego, the Employer Branding Conference. And Kara Mignanelli, thank you so much for joining me today on HR Latte. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in sunny San Diego. We'll see you then. 